When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Only show that matters. Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, the official show, the movie trivia Schmodown. My name is Brad Gilmore. You might know me by another name. Oh my God, you're my dreamboat for sure. You're a swagger, Brad. You might know me as the boat. Brad Gilmore, little bitch. Also, I'm joined Illa Boy from Illinois. Makes the noise for Frank Jenga <laughs> Sexy numbers from a sexy player. Did you, did you play two sounds at once? The applause and the and the sound bite? Look at that. Multi sound bite. I mixed it up for you. Multi bite. A multi bite. Kind of like a multi vitamin, but for sound bites. I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. It's been a good week. Jackets coming off already. Wow. Okay. What's on the shirt? What's what's on the shirt? Let's see. What do you what do you got on there? Back to the man, you're all decked out in the in Back to the Future right now. You you're in the zone. You're in the in the future. Zones. You look at the background too. DeLorean, the Libyans, everything. Yeah. Is that Lone Pine well, or Twin Pine Mall at that time? This was uh, still twin. Still twin. This okay. Still twin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know your history. You know your very, history. That's very good. good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> you know what? I always love that moment. Actually, in the movie, I was like, yeah. "Wow, Biff kind of cares about Marty." Right. <laughs> well, like, you I know mean, your history. It's very good. Yeah, I think he does it just like as a as um. It'd be like a holier than thou type of thing, you know. It's not really sincere. It's not. I don't know. It feels sincere to me. I, it's not. Biff is not a sincere person. I know, but it felt sincere. Is there, you should write a chapter in your book. But Biff is sincere. Here's why. Well, I don't have a whole case to go on. <laughs> I just have one comment. All right. All right. Well, how you doing? Matthew, how you doing this week? I'm good, man. You know, yeah. we're gearing up for the big FCL event on Tuesday. FCL Warfare, four matches. The whole card's been officially announced. The whole we card? Whole cards have announced. Star Wars title match. You have Brennan, the mystical Brennan Marr versus JC, the Gungalorian Reifenberg. Want to get Gold Leader's thoughts on that one, maybe? Who's going to be joining us here <laughs> yeah. in a little while? Also, uh, number one contender match Alex Marzonia takes on Mad Max Maxwell Haddad. Ooh, for the boy. number one contendership, a double retirement match featuring Robert Montano and Vanessa Fitzsimmons of late to the party. Cruel. They are both going out. Who's going to go out with a win? We'll see. And then um, we're ending it with just announced on Tuesday. Last week, see, Frank, 
Last week I gave him the old swizzeroo. Right? He did. Yeah. Last week I said I was going to face the flouse. But guess what? He didn't read the fine print in his contract. Gotta it's funny it. how that can come back to bite you in the ass. And um, so Flirt and Flouse will be defending the FCL championship against Travis, the travesty burn, who I believe is 4-0 and uh, right now. If he wins, he'll be 5-0 and and the champion. But is that, that would be the most winningest competitor in FCL history. Yes, yes. He yeah. already is actually the most I mean, winningest. Yeah, in FCL yeah. history, but just further um, extends, the, you know, the yeah. milestone. He and he and Robert have a chance to tie. So if Robert wins and Travis loses, mm-hmm. they both have four wins. Wow. Now, so is there a possibility in this warfare, war zone warfare, that warfare? Yeah, warfare. Is it a is there a possibility that one slick Nick could make an appearance? I think anything's possible. Oh, okay. Okay. Anything right. is possible! <laughs> All right. Well, that's, you know. That's a great Kevin Garnett said. Because I think it would be kind of, it kind of would have been interesting to see, you know, Slick Nick come back and take back the belt that he just gave away. You know, that would have been interesting. Just an idea I had in my head. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now that you said it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> You've Not been all right, Frank it. Janish? What's that? You've been all right? Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, I'm, I'm all right twice. I'm doing good. It's been a good week. Good week. Take it nice and easy. A little relaxing. Sure. And uh, But you know what? You know what's not relaxing is some of these tournament matchups that we're going to talk about today that had happened yesterday and today, Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday, uh, we got three matches. Another singles tournament match, Battlefield pay-per-view event going down. Big, big stuff with Kalinowski and Amaru Moses. That's for the Inner Geekdom title. Then that undercard between uh, Rick Raddis and Frankie Alvarez. That's going to be a hoot. You know, Hoops. both Cantina matches. So that's going to be a lively atmosphere for those matches. And uh, that tournament match, David Del Rio, James White. Uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup because both guys not super visible within the community of you know not being able to play a whole lot but when they do they play pretty well james white pretty good david del rio had a great i guess debut if you will with the dungeon so that's gonna be an interesting match tomorrow and uh you know these past two matches that we're going to talk about break down especially with one of our uh with our guests here gold leader don't even know his real name anymore i just know him as gold leader i don't i don't know if he has a real i think i think he legally changed it to gold leader tell you the truth well, we're going to talk to him in, in just a minute. We do have to get to some news here to start us off. Um, and that news is, unfortunately, one of one of the competitors today in the uh, team's match, Ben the Boss Bateman, former singles champion. A uh, How would you – would you just say Ben Bateman is a, uh, a polarizing individual in the movie? He's, the uh, boss. The boss. The boss. The boss. It's a polarizing individual. Yeah, I would agree with that. Some like him, some don't, some despise him, some don't. <laughs> so, well, you know. For those of you to rem- remember when he did that great run and won the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament, excuse me, allergies are acting up, and he uh, competed in Spectacular in two matches, beat Bibbs and Paulo Yama to win the championship. Yeah. He was coming off of a, of a serious back injury and surgery. 
Right. If you remember, he was coming to the studio like with a cane at some point. It was point. a golf club, I believe. It was a golf club, yeah, acting as a cane. Yeah. Uh, Bob Hope style. And, you know, it was a very serious injury. This wasn't a storyline injury or anything like that. I mean, yeah. he was actually hurt. And um, he had to undergo surgery. Well, unfortunately, his back has gotten worse. And he's going to have to have spinal surgery again. And he has launched a GoFundMe uh, for the surgery. Or GoFundMe has been launched in his name. I'm not sure which. Yeah. And um, he, uh, you know, he needs he needs help right now. So as we always do as a smart community, let's rally around him, and we'll give old Bateman here um, a, a few ducats to help him with that spinal surgery, so he can come back and kill. Yeah, and uh, you know he's one of our own, so we gotta, you know, what this community does is rally around our own and uplift. And uh, unfortunate for Ben because you know he was planning his his tour, you know, with his album coming out and all that, and so. A lot of that stuff. If you go to his GoFundMe page, you know he kind of breaks it down of like, here, here's what's going on and why I'm kind of like in a bad spot beyond you know the spinal s- surgery stuff, and with the tour stuff. So all that compounds and just a bad just timing of everything happening there. So um, if if you're able to help him out, you know um, I'm sure you'd greatly appreciate it. So just want to put that out there because uh, he's in a you know it's not a great time for Ben in, in that regard, but uh, you know. Um, just wish him the best. Yeah, it's um, unfortunate any time you got to go through the surgery, especially Ben. Ben, ben is somewhere around you and I's age. I think he's in the middle of the yeah, two of us. Yeah. So to go through that kind of um, operation at such a young age, it's you know, it sucks. Definitely sucks. So my right. sympathies are with Ben, and I know he was really excited about the tour. He was calling me about this Austin show. We were excited. I was going to make the drive down to see him live, and. Uh, you know, album and the whole nine yards. It's just kind of de- been derailed. So yeah, it's a rough spot for him. It's a rough time. And uh, please, you know, sh- shoot him a tweet. Leave him a comment on one of his videos. And uh, if you can support via the GoFundMe, we'll put uh, the information out on our social sites uh, individually and together so that you can make sure that you um, are able to support able to support Ben Bateman. But um, you want to talk about these tournament matches. We're in the midst of team singles and Star Wars, if you can believe it. Turny, 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 by the Frank, are you there? Did we Boy. lose Frank? Hold on. Oh, there he is. So Frank warned me pre-show that uh, his internet was going to be bad. I can hear him, I think. Frank, are you there? Okay, we're going to disregard him until he gets this thing together. I think he said he's going to go over into a hot spot of some sort. But everyone knows wherever the boat is, is a hot spot, brother. Woo! Sorry. To get that out, I'm a little, I'm a little too turned up. I had one All right, five-hour energy shot. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. I cannot see you, but I can hear you. Now I can't hear you. It's okay. We're live. All right. Now. All right. You, go. you got me. Yes. You got me. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's okay. This, there you. Let's see how this goes. All right. We'll see. We'll try to make this <laughs> abbreviated. But right now, we got to bring in uh, a one of the competitors who's in these tournaments. I'm excited to talk to him. But I thought, Frank, um, you can't hear me, right? I can hear you. Okay. I thought that you can't just bring somebody like this in. Do you know what Uh-oh. I mean? Like you can't just say his name and bring him in, right? So <laughs> I feel, huh? Just just Frank? keep going, man. Just keep going. Okay. Just keep going. So I feel as though I have to really bring this man in a certain way, right? And um, hopefully this doesn't get us kicked off of uh, our stream. Might. 
All Sounds right. like it might. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? I think it's completely worth it. You ready okay. for this? So we're we're gonna bring him in. Can you hear this? Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Take all my stuff away. Gold leader. Wow. I'm. He's the man. I'm truly honored by this. Hey, there it is. He's the man, the man with the mindest touch. Well, guess what? You have gold leader. A spider's touch. What's going on, gold leader? How goes it, man? This is too much. It's great. It's great. How are we doing today? We're good. Oh, a lot you know, better I now, just, right? Yeah, that was, I could, that was a day lifter. I couldn't help it. I couldn't uh, help it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's just right it's there. It's bound to happen. <laughs> yeah. It was bond to happen. You were the, yeah. <laughs> hey. you were the first, I will say. I was the first. Was, Thank yeah. you. You're the first Thank to bring you. me on this way. Thank you. Well, you know what? Nice. I always strive to be everyone's first. Yeah. Um, but, Gold Leader, let's talk <laughs> to you, man. Let's, let's talk to you, man. You're, you're coming off of the Star Wars tournament. Uh, yep. I remember the last time we spoke, you were kind of right there. You were knocking on the door, making your path to a championship match. Mm-hmm. You know, then you know whatever happens, happens. But we find you back here now, yeah. and you're in this tournament. So let's talk about when you got the word there was going to be a Star Wars tournament. You yeah. felt how? I mean, I felt – so I kind of knew – okay. I kind of knew about both tournaments at the same time. I found out a long time ago about him. I was a little terrified. I've, the, the idea of working your way through, like like up a ladder, is daunting and terrifying uh, because you don't think of yourself as like, oh, it's not going to be me. Like it's not. There's no. There's statistically, it's not likely that it would be me. Um, so it was a terrifying thing. Um, I didn't think I would be trying to run through both of these tournaments. Uh, I thought that. I would, uh, I thought I would have, you know, by the end of that tournament, yeah, I thought I would have had that, but things happen, you know, things happen. I also, let me just say real quick, I'm very glad that you can't, you can only see this on me right now because my room looks like absolute trash. So, (laughs) okay. I mean, we can fix that. We can take this all away and we can reveal. Do it. Do it. No, that's okay. Okay. All right. Um, No, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was daunting but exciting to to know that there were going to be these tournaments. So, you know, it's um, I just keep going. I just keep keep going for it. I'm hoping that this show is not a bad omen for me. So you know, you know maybe I'll keep that's going. A, you're right to be a little uh, yeah, you know, cautious about that. But yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I think we had we had a little run there where everyone who was on the show a little bit, yeah, a little <laughs> bit, it was a little bit. Oh no! But, yeah, yeah, no, we, did, okay. we did. That was a thing. If I no. lose this next one, I'm coming for your head. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Just that's never fine. come, never come on the show again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. like it's fine. <laughs> All right, guys, see it. Yeah, it's <laughs> got the show. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll understand. Um, now, of course, you await the winner of Nikki Demolanta versus yep. Alex Damon. Yep. And uh, I hate to tell you this, but right. either way, you got a pretty big challenge. Yes. Um, we know what Alex Damon can do in Star Wars. Obviously, yeah. he's, he's you know the Star Wars goat still, in my opinion. 
um, just based off his accolades. And then Nikki, mm-hmm. I don't know how you even prepare for someone like Nikki Demolanta sure. because unpredictable. very unpredictable, super unpredictable. You yeah. don't know her knowledge base, and she's only been watching these movies for a couple of years. Yeah. So you, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, I, how do you approach a match like that? Right. Oh, well, we switched. Nice. We did. Um, no, I. Uh, I don't know, really. You know, I think um, I kind of just have to go in. There's the old adage. I don't mean to be one of the people that one of the hundred people that says this, but like, you really are like facing yourself. You have to really overcome that. I so my fear, my fear is not that my opponent will know more than me. My fear is that I will know everything and then just blow it on the five pointer. That is my, that's like the worst, the worst thing that I can imagine. Um, so I, all I'm doing is just trying to make sure that that doesn't happen. And uh, otherwise I think I'm, I, you know, I'm good. I'm pretty good. I've, uh, I've missed a couple here and there, you know, but uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. You've only I've, missed uh, first round questions. You missed three first round questions in all your matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, perfect. In your second rounds, perfect. And any final round questions you've had to answer, what is it about the the first round that that you can? How do you how do you go about preparing for the first round these days? Because sure. the difficulty level is ramping up here and there, and yeah. and okay, okay, Frank. Oh boy, just wait. There, there you are. Okay, this is what you say? Where did I leave off? Um, difficulty level. Yeah. Difficulty level, yeah. How do you prepare now for for these first rounds? That's see, that's the thing is it. Um, I think the scale of things is all kind of not messed up. Like it's not like a fault of anything or anything like that. But like we're at a point where all these questions have to be like complete bangers. You're not gonna ask, you know, uh, you're not gonna ask what pilot was present in both Death Star battles in the uh, in the original trilogy. You're not gonna ask. The simple things that that used to be asked, you're going to ask the the hardballs these days. Like it's going to be really tricky, and um, so I don't, you know, I think it's just the round one thing. Like, I guess it's just I think the round one missing a question round one is really punishing because um, if you miss one and your opponent doesn't, then it's like it's essentially a two point lead because right. of the uh, of the bonus and. So again, it's just it's preparing for everything equally, just making sure that like you really know things about Star Wars, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, the round round one is impossible. It's it's ridiculous these days. It's great. Like I love the challenge. I'm so excited that it's this way, but I also hate it. It's interesting that that you know the first rounds have kind of been your bugaboo, where for most players it's the final round. You seem yeah. to embrace the final round, yeah. um, even though you may not have to answer a three or five all the time. Um, do you even I, worry though? I mean, you talk about this, the missing, doing everything correct up until the five pointer. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you feel? I mean, how do you keep that out of your mind, knowing that you know if you get to that five and you've answered everything correct, you're at a hundred percent accuracy. You know, what's it like being under that type of pressure, knowing that? I've done everything perfect up to this point, and now it just hinges sure. on this one question. It's um, I. It doesn't always dawn on me immediately. Like some some matches, I'll be thinking about it the entire time. But I remember 
like when I played, I played Marie uh, in the first tournament and it was, uh, it was, there was this sudden realization that like she hit her five and suddenly I'm like, Oh, I, I have to do this now. If I, now it's suddenly on me. Like being in the lead is such a comfortable feeling, but then when you get to that finish line and like suddenly it is all on you for this one moment, like that is mortifying every single time. But, um, I try to keep it out of my head most of the time, but I'm a very anxious person. Um, so I, you know, I'm just, that's the way I play. The, I'm driven by fear. I, you know, and it, it seems to work. So <laughs> I, I let it happen. I let the nerves come in. Uh, I always, I was always the kind of person um, that I loved the feeling before taking a test on a Friday in school. Like I loved the, uh, the nerves knowing that it was all about to happen. It was all about to be, you know, you, it's basically hit or miss and you're going to, you're going to either, uh, you know, win or lose basically. And were you a great test taker in school? Is that what you're, I mean, like, did you... I am. A, I, okay. Here's what I was. I was a great studier. I was, okay. not, I'm not, I wasn't like, I was kind of a slacker in school. A lot of the time I coasted through a lot of stuff just cause like, you know, I'm not, I didn't do summer reading all the time, you know. <laughs> right, right. I was. Oh, I was what a, a terrible human being. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> I um, no. I it's. I don't know. I just. Uh, I went. I got. I made it through school. I have a degree, you know. Um, and that's. Uh, but I was a pretty good tester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. Give it up for the bachelor. Yeah. He did it. That's all I need. He did it. Uh, but it's interesting you bring that up because there was always a couple of kinds of test takers. There were the yeah. people who would study prior and then come in and crush it. There were the people who didn't need to study because they knew the knowledge, come in and crush it. Then yeah. there was that weird intersection of people who studied really hard yeah. and then fumbled the football yeah. there at the it's goal true. line. It's true. Um, would you, or are you saying that that would happen to you at times? I don't think that is the case. I think okay. that is um, – I think the way I would – actually do it in like in school and everything the pressure boils to a certain point where like my mind dissociates and i stop like i make myself stop caring so like the day before like i'll be studying the week before a test and then that day before i'm just like oh it's okay i'll just do whatever and then i end up getting like good grades at school um and that's kind of how it is now you know not to reveal too much of my study tactic but um, yeah, yeah. Not that I, not that I study or anything. Um, <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think with those people, I think it's mostly nerves. If you let nerves, like I let them in, I like the feeling of them because it motivates me. But if you let them get to you, to where it's like making, it's affecting the way you play, you're gonna, you're gonna sink, and you can't let that happen. Do you? Um, I guess. Do you go into zero dark thirty mode, like? days leading up to the uh to a match and i mean by like the Le- Le- lebron of it all right where lebron when he gets into the playoffs yeah it's zero dark 30 it's no instagram it's no social media i'm just focused on the game do you go into any kind of zero dark 30 thing it's okay no. you have a dog Who's uh, no, a dog? I, so my my dog is all in all of my matches you can do this this <laughs> yeah. little can I, I can i am i allowed to cuss on the show or no no okay. unfortunately no it's okay yeah. uh this little P.O.S. dog. Um, <laughs> uh, no, he's a good dog, but um, he's very loud. But a uh, pos um, is that a breed? Yeah, yeah. It's, point it's, of sale. Yeah, yeah. Point, point of sale. sale. Point of yeah. sale. <laughs> um, no, uh, zero. Okay, yeah. I am. Um, unfortunately, I am 
cursed in that I uh, even the day before a match, I'll like I'll be like my matches always seem to come out the day before I have another match, um, or it always like seems to fall that way anyway. So even when I'm supposed to be in crunch time, I will always turn to see how people are talking about me because I care mm. way too much about my perception. Um, and so I do not go completely dark on social media. I just, the allure of people talking about me is too interesting. I'm always <laughs> checking Reddit. I'm always checking Twitter. I'm very selfish that way. I don't know if that's good for your overall health, gold leader. I don't know if it is either. You know, I, 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 I don't you want know them... Uh, I don't let the negativity affect me. I let it motivate me. But, How much um, negativity really is out there? Because you you keep right. winning, you know. Yeah, I don't know true. if there's, and and you don't like. What are they gonna say? Like, oh, he missed a question. The, like, here's a, another thing. This is okay. I was I see these polls. I see these polls going out everywhere. Every single time, it's like, it's like, how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? It's like that. Every single time I have a match, there will be polls. And, like, there will be times – it's not every time, but, like, there will be times where I'll be losing the polls and everything. And it feels like I still have to prove myself. Um, and it's – why? Why do I have to prove myself? I don't have to on a personal level, but it's just – it's interesting. I like – I really like when people are negative against me. I wish it happened more because <laughs> then I could, uh, I could do more with it. I like – you know, having something to fight against, and I like proving people wrong. Would and, you? Um, yeah. Would you like to fight against one Thomas Harper? Because he talks about you a lot, especially in that yes. subreddit. He Thomas, your name comes out of his of mouth a lot. Yes, Thomas cannot get enough of me. Um, I, Rent free, is, brother. Yeah, no, it's true. I I have a fully furnished apartment in Thomas Harper, <laughs> and I am. Um, I don't know. I I love I love this this. I don't know this thing that's going on with us. Um, I just I love hearing people talk trash about me, and uh, Thomas is like the the one leading the pack a lot of the time. I feel I, like you two I, are the dyad in the Schmodown Star Wars. Yeah, we're the we're the, yeah. the force. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's what we are. Rule we of two, like right there. Forged in the force at the same time, and like we split off into two different. Yeah, You're exactly. Destined two to meet again. Yeah. 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 I, and so I um I hope with all of my soul that I am afforded the chance to play Thomas Harper in front of other people because you know I think that match would be something else and I know that Thomas is going to end up seeing this and he's going to end up be, he's going to make some like same the same stupid joke about my spelling again and you know <laughs> let him do it you know I'm all ears Thomas well is that all Here's he has? Thing. Is that is that all That's he has? All he has. That's his only bullet, but it keeps getting back in. I don't know how. <laughs> Here's the thing about Thomas Harper: one, deceptively tall. Yes. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Deceptively tall. Very good at Star Wars trivia. Yeah. But even more than he loves Star Wars, he loves being the Star Wars champion. Yes. Right? I, I mean, he in New York. I was there. Everywhere he went, and props <laughs> to him. I would do the same thing, on the street in Brooklyn. Yeah. Title on the shoulder. Yeah. And the seat next to him at the good. diner. Absolutely. Title on the seat. Yeah. Right? We That's were out amazing. to 3.30 in the morning watching the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight at a pub in Brooklyn, and he was standing around with the title around his shoulder. This man loves being the Star Wars champion. 
how sweet would it be for you, gold leader, to be the one to dethrone the unstoppable rookie champion before the season is over? You know what it is with Thomas specifically? I think it's um, I think it's like when you're on your family vacation and you try and cram as much as possible into the last day before you go home. I think that's what it is. He's trying to get all these memories in because he knows that his time <laughs> is, is, only shot. is coming soon. Yeah, this is it. This is all it's going to be. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to go back to work on Monday. And uh, I am your job. In this hey, case. look at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's me. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm really – I love being the, uh, the upset person. I love being the um, – the unexpected victor in these situations. I'm a very competitive person when it comes to like, like I, I get really obsessive over certain things, like different fighting games over the years, or like, uh, like I'm I'm big into Super Smash Bros. Um, yeah, but this is one of those character? things. What'd you say? Who's your go-to character? Okay, people are gonna hate me for this probably. I am hardcore. I'm a Lucas Ness main. Um, oh, you're one I, of those I love guys. The PK Thunder. I love you know. I love all this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, I love it. I love it. It's such a I'm good a Link move. guy. I'm it's a Link so, guy. It's, yeah, Link is great. I you know yeah. I have a I have a friend who's a Link main. I'm um, Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong is good too. Donkey Kong is unexpectedly powerful. Um, is I have, he unexpectedly powerful? Well, yeah. I mean, he's giant. But I'm saying with the clunkier <laughs> big characters like. Like Bowser, yeah. I don't think Bowser's very good. Like you would expect no, him to not be very good. Like what? Like these people who choose Bowser and Mario Kart, I'm like, what are you doing? Like why are you oh. choosing <laughs> the biggest guy to be the fastest? But yeah, I choose yeah. Toad. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Toad. No, Toad's um, good. I uh, I think I do Yoshi most of the time. Yeah, yeah. well, it explains a lot about you. Um, yeah. You were saying the <laughs> hardcore Yoshi main in Mario Kart, guys. <laughs> They should start asking that on first dates. Yeah. So are you a Yoshi or are you a Bowser? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah. question number one. Um, uh, go leader. I want go for it. Go ahead, Brad. Okay. No, no, I'll you got it. I'll go for it. I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Uh, no, you know, I want to let me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we kind of touched on it earlier a little while ago about Nikki DiMolanto or Alex Damon. Yeah. Obviously, Nikki is just kind of, really blazing her own trail right now coming yeah. into this but there is a possibility yeah. that you could be seeing alex damon in this tournament final obviously yeah. he was star wars champion um i think i think i don't know i think that i see a picture of you you guys uh, on social media a little while ago mm -hmm. and so i don't know how well you know him but yeah. the opportunity to play a former star wars champion who has such a storied career in the schmodown yeah. What would that opportunity mean to go after Alex Damon in this tournament final? You know, we um, we have a, a hateful relationship with each other. Um, oh. We we just won a horror trivia event this week together. That was kind of fun. Zach Burkett was there too. Yeah, so right. sleep on Zach either. and Molly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah no, oh yeah, Molly was there. Yeah, it was. It was all, there were other people there that weren't. Like, I feel you know, like. Those that weren't, I feel like Showdown Star Wars Central is somewhere yeah. over in Atlanta. It's, it's always in the East Coast. Yeah, because like, <laughs> Thomas comes here for Dragon Con stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I have been calling Alex out, though, for a very long time. Um, I've been wanting to play him for years, but like I called him out to get into the Showdown. You know, that was part of the criteria. You had to cut a tape against a current player. 
and I cut my tape against him. Um, and I've wanted the hands for so long on this one, folks. I've wanted the blood. I want blood in the water on this so bad. And if that could happen, that'd be stellar. Um, that being said, I am. I, I don't know how to read Nikki. I am terrified of Nikki. I saw. I just know that if Nikki wins, this is going to be in like a promo or something. Um, and it's going to be really, it's going to make me look so bad. But um, she's terrifying. Both of them are terrifying. Um, and, you know, I don't know who I'd rather play. I think on a personal level, I think it'd be fun to play Alex. But I'm up for the challenge. And Nikki seems like a really great challenge. So uh, either of those would be a great opportunity for me. Did, did you just say that Alex Damon isn't a challenge? Correct. No, I <laughs> That's going to get a great Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Great Scott moment of the night. Oh, my Lord. Most certainly a challenge. Uh, Just, um, I, I, it's, it's one that I've been used to in my head for a while. It's not the, as Alex says, the new hotness. Um, Yeah. But uh, Nikki's the new hotness right now. She's climbing the ranks and I would like to, you know that that is to me at this moment a little more alluring, but um, oh, wow. both of them are both of them are, are neat. I don't know. I, I don't like to pick favorites, you know. But you like do. But you do. But yeah, you he gave it. He, he remember when I said who's your favorite, you know, Smash Bros. character? You said Ness and Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> they're the same thing. They're exactly the same. Thing. One's blonde, one's a brunette. Come on, we all have a one time. of them can freeze, and the other can do something else that's like energy related. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's a really ambiguous powers. Yeah. I think the issue with the Smash Brothers game is is they they got too expansive. There's too many characters to choose from yeah. now. Like I like the give me like sixteen max. Well, right. Yeah, they they should have. Uh, I am a part of this club that thinks that they should have put Waluigi in the game, but they didn't. Um, yeah, no, this is a good comment, by the way. Oh, this um, is our first of the night. Our first super chat. Yes, this is King DDD. I have a a friend who is very good with him, and the hammer is terrifying. I must say, the um, hammer sucks. Yes, so, that's uh, the barbarian who says he yeah. uses King DDD in yeah. Smash Brothers. Oh, he says, is yeah, he says he, this is the man who says he places his me in Mario Kart, though. So, oh, well. what can we really say here, folks? Um, but no, I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I just, you know, I just like, I just like playing Star Wars trivia, guys. <laughs> that's all. Can I ask you something? Because and and, and and forgive me if I asked this before, because this I ask good. it of every Star Wars competitor. Yeah. But just refresh me if I, if I did already. Are you? Because here's the thing. Here, let me let me back up here. I saw uh, uh, Major Thomas Harper, yeah, and Laura Kelly, who we're about yeah. to talk about. Really, your match. Get into it. Frank's gonna break it down for us here in a second. I saw the two of uh, them at in Brooklyn, and they're standing talking to each other. And I said, yeah. I'm sure Star Wars conversations are occurring. So mm-hmm. I moseyed on over there, right? And I asked them this question as well. So I'm about to ask you. Are you a original trilogy? Mm-hmm. Prequel trilogy? Okay. Or sequel trilogy kind of dude? If I could only have one? Yes. Is that the criteria? Okay. I'm going to get a little speechy here. Um, Go for it. The original trilogy is a perfect contained story, I think. Um, I So if I had to have any... I, at least by that, I have a complete story. Um, as many people know and use much 
to my dismay, uh, used against me. I'm a massive Last Jedi fan. I think Last Jedi is like one of the, it's like such a good movie in general that I just, I don't understand. It's like, I just, I can't fathom why people hate it as much as they do. But um, beside the point, I'm a huge prequel guy as well. Um, I, I grew up, you know, watching the prequels and I, I think the, I'm going to cop out here. I'm going to say I would rather have one through six because oh, that is come on. perfect, like Shakespeare, perfect, like yeah, mythological story. It's the six, it's just perfect six acts. It's just, it's so good. And, you know, you can't really have one trilogy in the original six. You can't really have one without the other. Um, and I guess they did for a while. I mean, the original trilogy stayed. <laughs> right. So I guess that's my answer. So your answer is again: you like everything. You yes. can't pick one. He's yes. an original that's trilogy okay. guy. It's that's what that's the answer. I like okay. Revenge of the Sith more than I think. I, some days more than the entire original trilogy, though. Um, oh, that right. Not so right. that it differs. It's <laughs> okay. it's yeah. It's hard to explain. Whenever I have this conversation, I always talk about which one do I have the most fun watching. Yeah, I think the sequel trilogy is the easiest watch. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's um, easiest watch because it's it's. I mean, it's um, George Lucas is interesting. Um, like, cause so with the original trilogy, I mean, they're they're older movies. They're like they take a lot of a little more time on things. Like they're slower. Like old movies, older movies in general are like yeah slower. Um, and I'm used like you know I love the original trilogy for what it is and everything obviously. Um, prequel trilogy. George Lucas is a weird director. Um, yeah. So they don't. The prequels do not feel like any other movie I've ever seen. But the the sequels they feel like modern movies, and and that, I mean that in a good way. Like I think there's a lot of like modern cinematic flair and like a lot of the um, the pacing and like the editing is really great. It's like all really dynamically shot. Um, I don't know. It's weird seeing the camera yeah. move in a Star Wars movie. Um, that's true. That's a good point. Cool. Yeah. Like it, it never happened before. Like I mean, it had, but like very sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the sequels are very easy to watch. I think that's a that's a great point. Yeah. So Frank, let's talk about this match though with Laura Kelly because Laura Kelly, we've all always been fans of her. I've championed Laura Kelly for a long time. I think she's so vicious, so dangerous. Uh, Frank, why don't you break down some numbers for us and we can bounce them off the gold leader. Yeah, and so first round, perfect round from goal leader, Laura Kelly. couple misses there, so she's down 11 to 8. And we go into that second round where Laura Kelly spins away from Return of the Jedi, lands on A New Hope, and she goes nearly perfect there, picks up 9 points. And then goal leader, you, uh, you, you sit right on Revenge of the Sith, which clearly is one of your favorite oh. of the entire franchise. And so it's no surprise then that you go uh, the 5 for 5 for the full 10 points. Mm-hmm. And Laura Kelly... Hits her two and her three. You only have to answer your two because she misses her five. And, and that's the game, 23-22. And you're off to the tournament final once again where you will not be facing Thomas Harper, but a Di Melanta or a Damon, which one remains to be seen. Yeah. And, um, you know, getting into that final round, really, goal leader, when you've only answered your two and now she has to hit her five, mm-hmm. did you think – you would be in that kind of position, or did you suspect that because it's Lori Kelly, I'm going to probably have to win this on the five? Were you surprised that you didn't get pushed to your five or even your three? I was more than anything thankful. Um, <laughs> again, I, I what I, so what I hear is I didn't have to hit my five 
or what, what most people hear is that I didn't have to hit my five. What I hear is that I only had to answer correctly one of my last three questions. Um, and so statistically, I feel really good about that. Um, I didn't know if it would come to that. Um, you know, again, round one was kind of punishing when your opponent hits the bonus. Um, and so, yeah, I think also, um, did did we say she checked down in multiple? Yeah, she checked down the one, yeah, that one multiple choice. Um, I think that's also a super, um, dangerous thing. um, Yeah, because you've never checked down, you know. Correct. Um, I try really hard not to. You almost did um, for a little bit. You had a repeat, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was. Oh, uh, in the, that was the final. That was final the final round. round. I yeah, was like, yeah. I was horrified with that question. By <laughs> yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. I didn't know where that was gonna go, and then it just like it sounded like it, I watched it back, and it felt like I was like playing it up. But I really, I was confused. It was, was a, it was like, a great question. Me. It was a great yeah. question. But I was like, I actually can't believe that was a two pointer to tell you. Yeah. The truth. No, it's that's the thing is like <laughs> this league is changing, man. Like everything yeah. is so yeah. intense these days. Um, so I'm just I'm glad I thought of it in the time. Just if for no other reason, I like having perfect games because it just makes me look good. Um, I, you know, <laughs> again, it's all at the end of the day. All I really want is for people to. I, this is why I joined the showdown. This is why I'm competitive. This is everything. All I want is people to be like, "Oh, that guy's good. He knows a lot about Star Wars." <laughs> And in fact, I like he's perfect. perfect games he didn't because it anything. makes me look good. <laughs> yes. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Whoever does whoever does the shirts. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Folks. Screw them. Make your own. Yeah. I, I like make going a, perfect because it makes me look good. It's true. Um, so, so, Frank, you have your, your handy-dandy spreadsheet in front of you, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is Gold Leader's stats on the season? On the season, yeah. So he is a a stout five and one and twenty seven point five percent of his Uh-oh. three questions. He's answered one hundred and seventeen out of one hundred and twenty asked of him. He's one for one on steal opportunities, which was that one against Marie um, way back when. Uh, he's he has a total of 181 points thus far. That means he's earned 181 out of a possible 184. So his PPE is at 98.37 percent, averaging 30.2 points per game through his Holy six matches. Sh- Big time numbers there. Um, three three misses, and only you know again those are first round questions that equal to three missed points in yeah. total of his entire run entire run which is incredible when when you you're like how did this guy even lose no see this is the feeling i'm chasing is hearing (laughs) yeah yeah this is this is what it's all about for me just keep going (laughs) for the glory that's why he is the gold leader yeah yeah that's me that's me man and you know what and like just for fun let me give you a harper's stat line Yes, please do. Uh-oh, So you've played played one more match. You've played one more match at this point now than Thomas Harper. You're 5-1, but he is 5-0 as the current Star Wars champion. Mm -hmm. He has answered 115 questions, two fewer than you, um, out of of 121 questions. So the the ratio there is not far off in terms of, or I should say rather, the the amount... Double the points, <laughs> and Double. so he's uh, 
his accuracy rate is at 95%. He's one for one on steals as well. Has earned 174 points thus far this year. And he has scored, or out of a possible 182 points, he scored 174. So that means his PPE is 95.6% compared to your 98.37. But because of that title match, it does bump up his point average to 34.8 points through five matches. Um, it's, I mean, you guys right now are crazy, uh, crazy stats. And, um, you know, look, Alex Damon, really, really good. Yeah. Nikki Demolanta, really, really good. Um, Nikki hasn't, doesn't have as big of a sample size, obviously, yet, yeah. but still dangerous. Alex Damon, you know, he's a lifetime through 10 matches. He's a lifetime 92% accuracy rate. That's through 10 matches. So yeah. four and five more than both of you guys, respectively. So, um, just crazy, crazy stat lines at the top of the pile here in the Star Wars division. How does how, does it may even make any sense how any of you people have winning records? Because <laughs> someone like Laura Kelly, someone like Laura Kelly, who's four and five, her career accuracy rate is ninety one percent, and she's yeah. four and five. Yeah, it's crazy. That's wild. No, it's it's um, I don't know. I, I will say also when I started this comparatively i was like an idiot like i was like i knew not like i'm a firm believer a lot of people uh kind of downplayed ben bateman's thoughts on this the whole 60-day philosophy sure um i am a very big proponent of that um i think you can become if you know anything like if you know stuff about star wars like if you've seen the movies you can become like a really good player in 60 days or less um i coming in was an idiot and then I studied really hard for like three weeks, and then uh, and then three I, weeks. Yeah, no, it's it's so it's it got really good. Uh, <laughs> I got good quickly. Um, so you know, it's, oh, sorry, sorry, that was not intentional. My foot <laughs> that was perfect. That was a great. That was a great time. Um, but no, I you know, I uh, it's 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 easy to learn things. It's hard to remember. Them. Um, that's yeah. another. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's what I'm saying on that. Okay, well there now, you go. We, um, well, last thing I want to ask. Yeah. Oh, do you have a do you have a closing thought? One, la- I have I have one last go closing question. You know, you watch these movies all the time. I'm sure, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the What's the one movie you've seen the least? The least. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Ooh, that's better than my question. Which is Which is still like. Yeah, I'm sure it's still a lot. <laughs> I'm excited like, for people to watch this and to be like, "Oh, that's the one I'm going to pick on the wheel." Um, I, you know, there's no, no good wheel pick about right. Where you know, anything is, you know, we we have to know everything about everything. Um, but uh, the one I've seen the least, I guess technically, Solo. Solo. Or maybe oh, the Clone Wars. Um, you know, both of those. I think um, it's just because of recency like i mean i grew yeah. up watching the original trilogy and uh watching the prequels like constantly um yeah, so yeah. that was you know i've, I've seen those I, i've wondered the actual number you know everyone who's like a huge fan wants to say like, oh i've seen them hundreds of times but like statistically no like i watch them like twice a year probably and then hmm. so I, i've probably only seen them like 50 times each that i say only but like that's a that's a big number at the same time yeah um but yeah, I, I've seen them a lot. But Solo, I haven't seen as much. 
I, I always wonder that too, because people would ask me that about the Back to the Future when I was writing the book and everything. Yeah. Like, how many times have you seen it? And I would yeah. say hundreds of times, but I'm like, I don't know if that's an accurate. I really don't know. I have no yeah. idea. I have oh, no yeah. frame of reference. Right. Um, my, it's a great this movie. is going to be my question, and then and then it's a great movie, it's the best movie of all time. Um, yeah. This is my question for you though, and then we'll mm-hmm. we'll let you go. But when you watch these movies from a studying perspective, mm-hmm. is there a time to where you're watching, let's say? Revenge of the Sith for yeah. the fourth time in, in a month when you're studying yeah. or whatever. I don't know your study habits, but you're, right. you're watching again. Is there a time to where it's like, okay, I'm watching this movie. I'm mm-hmm. looking at every intimate detail. I'm looking at numbers on spaceships and what mm-hmm. color lightsabers people are using. What is the name of this? What is the name of that droid? That's what the – is there a point to where you're watching this and be like, okay, yeah, I've, I've, I've done it all. I've got them all. Like I figured it all out. Because after a while, don't you just get blind to the things that you're not already seeing? Right. Like there are there have been things that I've noticed um, where I'll, you know, I'll go through and like I basically there every single time I watch these movies, I find something else that I'm like, oh, I should have written that down. Um, it's there is no point at at which I'm gonna be 100% on everything. Um, I think it's because I mean th- I think two years from now, I think they're gonna be asking about like stunt people and like background extras and i think it's really it's gonna be hard like it's gonna be really in depth and um i don't know if the human brain can physically hold (laughs) all that information about star wars um but you know i you know i'm i i don't want to know who the first chair oboe player in the london symphony orchestra is i don't that's not my that's not my goal here i just you know i'll just keep it to the basics but I'm always trying to get there. It's all. It's it's not about getting to 100. percent It's about trying to get to 100. Right. And never right. I hear that. Yeah. I hear yeah. that. It's I hear process. that. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. It definitely is. Gold leader. That is his name. He has joined us today on the Schmodown Rundown. We appreciate it. And good luck against either Nikki Demolanta or Alex Damon. You await the winner. I'm sure on bated breath, but you heard it here, yes. folks. Alex Damon, not a challenge. All right, Gold Leader. <laughs> we appreciate you, sir. Take it easy, folks. Take it easy, folks. All right. Look at that. Can you switch our frame? That was good. Frame? There it is. Yeah, there it was great. It was great. Yeah. You um, you're kind of frozen again, but it's okay. A little good bit. thing that okay. good good thing I'm the boat, so I can hold the fort down. Um, there you are. So, we have one more to talk about. Uh. Shout out to Gold Leader again, but we have one more to talk about. This was Danger Zone versus the Untouchables. Um, myself and Andrew Guy were on the call for this match. Really enjoyed this. Yeah. This is our first time we saw the Boston badass Paige Frabetti and uh, the Godfather, Drew McQueenie, uh, in his third team in the movie Trivia Schmodown. Yeah, and this his first, first time we team match in quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first time we got to see them go at it. Uh, as a team, and they're facing Danger Zone, two of the best players of all time. One is called the GOAT uh, for good reason. But Danger Zone has not had, like I think, the run that everybody thought that they would have. I think coming into this match, they were 3-2? and two? Yeah, they were 3-2 and two coming into this match. Uh, a two-game losing streak. And it was... People were wondering, you know, what's going to happen here? And then, you know, they're in this tournament, and the pressure is... The pressure's on. For them to deliver in this tournament and to deliver for the dungeon because the dungeon um actually let's pull up i'm going to pull up uh you know the standings here um spoiler alert 
Danger Zone did win, and this is where they, they won. stand, and and this is how, how how close the race is. Points here, so there's still three points behind Corruption, seventy six points for Corruption, seventy three for the Dungeon. Quirky Mercs not out of this thing by a long shot. They have sixty seven points with a pending title match between Shazam and Lightning Time. If that happens, that's going to boost the Mercs big time. Not to mention uh, Bibiani and Brendan Meyer are still in the tournament. Um, we'll see what happens with Press Room, right, in, in the team's tournament. So they still have some bullets in the chamber to fire off and see how far they can go in this race. The Finstock Exchange, they have the most wins in the entire league right now at 26 wins. That's five more than the second best. Uh, that That's shared by Corruption Dungeon and the Usual Suspects. Each have 21 wins. The Exchange wins. They also have 10 knockouts, the most. I mean, they more than double up than just about every other team aside from the Dungeon there. Uh, they have 65 points. And when you look at the 26 wins, the 65 points, you go, hmm, how can that be that they're still in fourth place? No title shot opportunities yeah, or even, you know, even just at the very minimum opportunities. Uh, they need to get someone in there to have a, a title match win. And if they're going to want to try and pull this thing off uh, and win the faction race. But, yeah, they might end up with the most wins, but they might not even be in the top three because currently right now they are not. So they got to hope that guys like Griffin Newman are bearing win their matches and King Arthur win their matches. Uh, they got to hope like a guy like Gold Leader can take them to Spectacular and deliver a W with their championship happens, then then everybody else should really be, be, you know, might be looking up at them at the end of the year. And that's what's going to take for a team like the Finstock Exchange. Usual suspects, again, 21 wins on the season. They did suffer a defeat today. They have 57 points. I wouldn't say they're completely out of it yet, but it, it, their hopes are dwindling by the week, we haven't seen them in, I think, a, a usual suspect player and or team play in, a, in about a month almost. And they need every win that they can get at this point if they want to try and make try and make a run here. I don't know that it's going to pan out that way, but look, they started off pretty good. Then kind of went a slump, then went on a run here. They were as high as, I think, second place at one point in the year or third place of the year. And uh, they've had a good year, but, you know, a win, a loss today to Danger Zone really kind of put out the fire a little bit. I don't know how much more they got in the tank there, but um, you know they're still fighting. Then you have the Den Swag and the Stars there in sixth, seventh, and eighth, who are I don't know like I don't know if the Den's like mathematically out of it, but it, it doesn't look good for any of those. Uh, they can play spoiler a lot throughout the rest of the season, but Dungeon hanging in there with Corruption, seventy six points for Corruption, seventy three for the Dungeon. It's a tight, tight race for the faction standings there. It sure is, man. And you know what? Pull them, pull them back up one second. Sure. One second, real quick, real quick, real quick. I think the Stars still got a chance. <laughs> At 19 points? Yeah, they're all... Man, you're bad for that. <laughs> you're bad for that, man. Ugh. Love you, yeah, Rock. I think they should just give it a whirl, huh, for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, boy. You know what? It might be better off. <laughs> yeah. Just giving it a whirl. By the way, uh, the night before Spectacular, the World Girls are having a live show. Right, uh, we talked about this lot, last week. Live show, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm plugging it again for. Them. Make sure you do that. And then the night after, yeah, uh, spectacular. Chris Clark is uh, eight seven eight is hosting a nice jamboree. Um, so please go out and support. Are you here that whole weekend? Do you know? I'm, I'm I'm planning on it. I think I'm getting into town. Well, I'll tell you. I don't want to let people know where I'm traveling yeah, yeah. to. 
Like when? Yeah, you'll just, name? you know, hop on Twitter and be like, hey, can someone pick me up? Yeah. I said that <laughs> twice. I've done that twice. Now, no yeah. one wanted to pick me up in New York. And I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. No, it was a big I don't, ass. Like, most people probably didn't even have a car. Um, you know, cause I, I thought about that. Train, you know, so. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you know who I blame? PLD. He could have been there for me. Uh oh. He could have been there. Damn, he could have, right? Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. All okay. five feet, eight inches of him. Um, hey, tomorrow, David Del Rio, James White, of course. Um, who do you got on this one? Just quick, uh, quick, quick trigger on this one. Yeah, this one. I like the way David Del Rio is playing, but James White, man, he can really, he can pull out the stops. Um, I'm gonna go with Del Rio if only because the dungeon really need these points. I'm I'm just a big fan of his, and I like James yeah. White, but I just think that Del Rio is sharp like a Ginsu. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with David Del Rio. Also, our battlefield preview for tomorrow. You have Frankie Alvarez, uh, the animal Frankie Alvarez, who I love. He was there in New York as well. Frankie could have picked me, um, and he was he would be playing <laughs> Rick. Rick the Rage Heratus, baby. The man who's wined and dined with kings and queens and slept alleys and dined on pork and beans. He's going to be taking on Frankie Alvarez together. They're going to open up the battlefield preview. Here's the thing. I'm going to go Frankie Alvarez because mm-hmm. I just don't know about Rick Rattus. for as a, as, a, yeah. as a performer, off the charts. As a trivia star, I, I, I still – jury's out for me. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of the same way. I think I, I am gonna pull for uh, Frankie Alvarez, not just because we share the same first name, but and not also because he's on my fancy team. But I also well, I guess basically for those two reasons. Actually, what am I kidding? That's for those two reasons. All right, moving on. Those two reasons <laughs> exclusively. Yeah. Um, and then inner geekdom battle the greatest one of the greatest of all time, Mike the Killer Kalinowski, taking on Amaru Moses five rounds for the IG title. I think this is a big opportunity for Moses. Yeah. But I think this is just an opportunity um, to get your feet wet, get a five-round action. I don't see I don't see anyone. That includes Chandru. That includes Robert Parker. That includes Amaru Moses. Anybody in IG. I don't see them beating Mike Kalinowski this year. He's going to defend it, and then he's going to defend it again. That would be three uh, defenses, right? That's – no one's right. ever done two, Brad. No one's ever done two, and this guy's about to do three. Uh, in an era of Intergeekdom where it's the difficulty is constantly ratcheting up, the player difficulty is constantly ratcheting up, especially with a guy like Robert Parker waiting in the wings now. Robert Parker is confirmed to show up at Spectacular to battle for the Intergeekdom champion. Who is it going to be against, Mike Kalinowski or Amaru Moses? Um, and I think... I mean, yeah, for a while, once this matchup was announced, I felt pretty confident My back? Uh, not really. And back. Not, not, yeah. No, you're still... Okay. Okay. So, um... Until until Frank really clears up a little bit, um, the fact is this. Mike Kalinowski, if he's the first person to defend it twice, IG title, and then he can defend it a third time, we might, at the end of this season, be talking of having to have a, a conversation about greatest of all time again. 
Now, Amru Moses is in the chat just coming by to say what up, talking about anything important. Talking about you. Uh, and again, I think that Amaru has really proven that he is a solid, solid IG guy. Is the championship in his future? Perhaps. Is it in his immediate future, as in tomorrow? I just, I don't think that, look, if Chandru didn't do it, and and, and Chandru is playing at the best that he's ever played, he couldn't get it done. I think Mike's just in a different zone right now. It's like Tyson in his day. And I don't think Amaru is, bu- is Buster Douglas. You know, I think, um, if you can hear me. Yes. I think Mike, after that win over Chandru, I think it probably has given him a newfound uh, level of yeah. confidence. I mean, not that he really needed it, but like Chandru was a legitimate threat. Chandru is a legitimate threat to the belt. Absolutely. And I think with Mike being able to to defend the belt against a player like him, and to be able to win the belt off of a player like Mark Anopic, I think that that built his confidence in terms of where he stands in the Inner Geekdom division. I think, you know, for a long time, Mike has owned uh, the Inner Geekdom division, ever since Rachel, you know, retired, ever since Mara stepped away, and then, you know, before she came back. I think, you know, he felt like he was the guy that that owned that division. That was That was his division. But I think also, at this point, though, I think he probably feels the most comfortable that he's ever been in that type of position where he is King Kong, right? He is the King Kong of the Inner Geekdom. Like, he own- like this is his domain. He owns it. Everybody else just bows down to him. And I think he's probably never felt more confident than he ever has at any point in any of his Inner Geekdom runs than he does right now. And that's a dangerous prospect for whether it's Amaru Moses or even maybe Robert Parker down the line, if that happens, um, that's. But at the likewise, likewise, if Amaru is able to topple this Mike Kalinowski, that is a huge, monumental career-making win. It's it's a huge statement, um, especially just not just for Amaru, but for this overall rookie class that has come in here with um, a lot of. A lot of uh, vigor and spunk and whatever you, whatever adjective you else want to throw out there because you got the likes of Griffin Newman and Josh Horowitz who just did fantastic battle in New York. I know mostly Newman, I'm sure. But then you got Thomas Harper. You have players like Gold Leader, right? Page for Betty. So it's they're all over the place. Page. And um, Amaru Moses, I think, you know, wants to be one of those rookie champions just like just like Apollyama was, just like Thomas Harper is right now. So could it happen? Yeah. I worry that this is Amaru's first this isn't shade at anybody else but like this is really his first legitimate championship threat level type of player that he's going to face and it happens to be in a five-round championship match happens to be at the cantina it's a tall order but he does have a great manager in his corner he does have a great support system in his corner so will he be fully prepared i absolutely think so especially after seeing how he competed at collision in front of a lot of um, his peers right now there'll be some fans in the in the crowd at cantina but he's he's well prepared for I think that environment, and I think Mike knows that as well. So he can't really, I think, rest on knowing that he can pull some theatrics and trip up, you know, the likes of an Amaru Moses. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch how Amaru does face, obviously, his most, you know, toughest um, competitor to date, and uh, he's he's doing it the against toughest. the greatest of all time in Intergeekdom. Yeah, the toughest competitor that most people will ever face in in yeah. this in this IG game, right? Um, so 
We'll see what happens. I got my money on Mike. Uh, he, he came through for me against Chandru. I hope he comes through for me uh, against Amaru, and history shall be made. Frankie boy Janish. I think that we did it all. You said it all. You said it all, and you, you chopped and screwed it a little bit on the way there, but you said it all. Let the people know where they can find you and follow you. Yeah, you can find me if you want. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at FrankieJ29. Those number that those numbers they don't, they don't they could mean something they couldn't do not, they I haven't decided. Oh, okay. I think the people that know me best maybe. Okay. Well, I don't know you very well. <laughs> uh, you can find me on social media at Brad Gilmore. Check out Warfare this Tuesday live on the Movie True Showdown Twitch channel. Four matches, two titles, one double retirement, and a number one contender. It doesn't get much better than that. It goes down this. Tuesday for Frank Janish on the boat, Brad Gilmore. Happy Back to the Future Day, and we'll see you all in the future. Can I get a great... Frank? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.